Welcome to Foodin, a place where with each episode we will explore food and related topics featuring special guests and lots of delicious conversations. The table has been set, so please join us. Hi everyone, this is Peter Klein. I'm a professional chef, former restaurant owner, the culinary director for a national food service company and a food-obsessed farmer's market troll, living in New York City with my handsome and adorable husband, Mike. I'm very excited to share my cooking and food experiences with you and Lindsay, my partner in crime and cooking. Hi, I'm Lindsay. I was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York, but I currently live in Jersey City with my partner, Khalil. My family is from the Caribbean, a small island called Grenada. I'm a chef, travel junkie, and a Sims 4 addict. Hand me some Johnny Walker Blue Label and I'm a happy camper. Anyway, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. (laughs) How was your weekend? My weekend was good. Um, Yeah, my cousin came back to town. Oh, nice. Yeah, the one, he's on a sailing trip. Um, Really? He uh, he lives in Florida. Okay. On this boat, it's called the Impossible Dream. It's It's a catamaran. It's it's built totally for um, people with disabilities, so they have like full full function on the whole the interior of the boat. It's everything's built for people. That is so cool. So they can, you know, get around. They can go in, you know, swimming. They can get off the boat. It has lifts. It's it's, it's just, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. And, uh, so uh, this year, because you know of COVID and everything, they only. Yeah very limited crew and very limited um, passengers. So the first, he, when he came up earlier this summer, he asked me to come on and cook for the crew. And, you know, I had tested negative for COVID. So I was allowed on board and we did this great dinner together over the summer. It was really fun. Nice. So he, he was up on the Cape with his mom, my aunt all summer. Um, nice. So he was on his way back. So I went last yesterday and we had sunset. Are they docked in the city? Yeah, they're docked in Brooklyn. Oh, nice. Um, it's Pier 1-5. It's kind okay. of a bigger one, and it's really pretty. You know, views of the whole city, and it's it's in Dumbo, right next to Dumbo. Nice. So I brought nice. some things. I'm like, all right, I'll make apples. So I made caprese salad. <laughs> I'm, I'm hanging on to summer, pathetically. Um, it's okay. <laughs> thanks. It's okay. No judgment from from uh, me over here. Like, oh, I can't. So yeah, we so we had we had sunset, and then we went to um, the timeout market, which reopened. How is it now that it's like reopened? Yeah, well, it's limited vendors. Mm-hmm. So my favorite, the Japanese vendor, they have these little crispy um, rice cakes, and they put like a a chopped tuna, a spicy tuna on top, uh, sliced salmon. So oh my gosh. Those. Yeah. Well, oh, then we had like, they have this fried chicken and pickles, right? It's this place, fried chicken, a biscuit, but it's like, it's a sandwich, but you can't eat it as a sandwich. It's so big. It's huge. It's like insane. <laughs> it's like falling apart. Yeah. It's, they were like, what? What do we, I'm like, no, you don't eat it as a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you eat, a knife you eat it with a knife and fork. Yeah. yeah. 
and then this Italian place, <clears throat> excuse me, that makes their own pasta. So we had that, with, you know, some bolognese mm. and a limone, parmesan. <sighs> yeah. So it was delicious. We had a great time. It was fun. Nice. Yeah. I got home around 11-ish from a what? long, fun day. Yeah, it was fun. You were out late all. partying. What? <laughs> 11? Bring it up. <laughs> oh my gosh you were at your aunt's when i talked to you on friday right i was well, again um technical difficulties oh my gosh the service out there is horrible oh my gosh it's so bad where does she live near like amityville horror like oh my gosh <laughs> no but it felt like it like like my service like even like the internet is like not even like that great it's like yeah I know, isn't that like a thing, right? It's yeah, terrible. it's like, but that's the thing, like certain um, areas of like, um, like outside of the city, they don't want the cell phone towers, like the county yeah, yeah. or like stuff, they right. vote on that. So like, I just think that there aren't as many cell phone towers in her town, right, right. her part of the town. Yeah. Who's this, Aunt Margaret? Yes, this is Aunt oh. Margaret. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so um yeah, my my mom was there, my aunt was there, my aunt Bibi was there, my aunt Margaret was there. Oh wow. Um, yeah, and they, you know, cooked and I relaxed. Um Oh, you didn't have to cook this time? No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean I helped a little bit, but right, um right. they were kind of in the kitchen doing their things. So I was, I just was like, I'm gonna go take a nap and like, you know. <laughs> Yeah, but you should do um, some sneaky videos of them, like when they are in the kitchen together, right? It's so funny, yes, right? And then, like, they go at it, and yeah, then, yeah, like, oh you need to capture oh that because that's like incredible, you know, it's that's so your family funny. and like in their own world, right? Yeah. yeah, I love that. It's so funny, it's so funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so when did so you get yeah. back? I got back. Well, I after I went to my aunt's house, I then went to my mom's house and spent another night. And then I got back to Jersey last night. Oh, okay. Yeah, what's today? Sunday, yeah. So then, yeah, it's Sunday. Yeah, the weekend went by so fast. Um, I know. I can't believe it's Sunday afternoon. Jeez, already. Yeah, you had such an eventful weekend. I like, like I just got back from the grocery <laughs> store. I'm like putting away groceries. Um, yeah, I realize now, like as COVID is like sort of coming to a close or whatever not really because i think that there's some spiking areas um yes certain, certain parts of the city now more and more people are like starting to like um relax or well i was gonna say hoard things again <laughs> oh really oh god yes. what, what was it what was missing at the store this now there was for some reason okay please warn me <laughs> so for some reason i mean it's nothing like too crazy but like for some reason, there was like no couscous. I know it's random. Oh my Super god, shocking. random! I know. <laughs> People are like, you know, oh my god, I'll make tagine. I'm, we're obsessed with tagine. <laughs> I need the couscous. <laughs> but like it was so random. Like there's no couscous. There was only like one left on the shelf. It was like random. I don't know. No, I know what you mean. Cause yeah, I'll go and it'll be like a random weird thing, and I'm like, why? Don't they have it was what it was pickled ginger one time because you know I always have to have pickled yeah. ginger in the fridge. Of course. And I'm like, there's no pickled ginger. Are you kidding me? Like Yeah. I know. What what am I? I'm like 
It's so snobby. That's okay. No, it's fine. (laughs) Did you end up finding some? Yeah, you know what I ended up doing? Uh, I went to another store and got it, you know, like a health food store. Sometimes when you go, it's good if you go to like the smaller stores and then you can find the things you want. Yes. I agree. I agree. You know, and usually the health food store is good like that. You go to the local health food store. Oh, you know. Odd things. Yeah. Like you'll find a one-off. Yeah. But pickled ginger isn't something odd where you should have to go to like another store, like (laughs) whatever. Yeah. No. um, All right. Well, I'll go dig this one a little deeper. Um, uh They only had julienne to pickled ginger. (gasps) No. No. Spiced pickled ginger, so, which they didn't have. And you don't like the pink one, right? You like the... I like the white. Yeah, the white, yeah, the, white the natural, yeah. yeah. You don't right. like that pink stuff. Yeah, I don't want that food dye. Yeah, know. exactly. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, by choice, people. right? Yeah, not having your pickle. Although I will eat an M&M once in a while. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, no, shocking. <laughs> Shock. That's so funny. Oh, my gosh. You know, we're like ready for episode two, right? I know. I'm, I'm so excited. excited. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, let, let's start. Yeah. Okay. Welcome back to Food In. Welcome Thanks back. Everyone. Yes. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate you and everybody who's listened and given us feedback. It's yeah. been fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you. We're really, really grateful for that. And we have a lot to share with you with this new episode. Um, This episode, Food and Seasonal Eating, is all about the seasons, of course. Um, And now as we're getting into fall and it's officially begun. My favorite season. um, Yes. (laughs) No, Lindsay, it's her favorite season. She just is obsessed with everything fall. Everything. Um, (laughs) And, you know, there's... Why wouldn't you? I mean, you know, after a hot summer, um, you know, enjoying like all the great fruits, vegetables, everything it has to offer. Now there's like pears, squash, greens, Brussels sprouts. We have to call those out, right? Oh my God. Yes. And I love the potatoes, different types. The root veggies, the parsnips, the squash, the the spaghetti squash, the acorn squash, the butternut squash. I'm just obsessed. <laughs> yes, yes. So you just went shopping. Did you buy any? I did. Uh, did okay, so, yes. Okay, okay. so I okay. got some parsnips stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going to get a butternut squash, but they didn't have the price next to it. Um, oh, and, so you're like, I'm, is this expensive? I'm not yeah, exactly. So I picked it up, and, like, Peter, it was ridiculous, like, I think it was like something crazy, like two ninety nine a pound or something like that, or like three ninety nine a pound. And I'm like, this is butternut squash season. Like, why is this two ninety nine a pound? It should be like a ninety nine cents a pound, or like you know, like one cent right. a pound. Like that's like something crazy. And like it's supposed to be local, so that should make it even more like less expensive. The the squash itself ended up to be like something crazy, like almost eight dollars. I was like, I'm not. No. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think because where we are, we're at right now, remember grocery store prices have gone up. Yeah. Yeah. During this time. Yeah. So, I'm just going to go to the farmer's market on Monday. I'm not even going to like. Yes. A, it's going to be local. B, you're supporting, you know, local farmers. Yeah. Um, and I just love it. I love the interaction when you go. I mean, that's, I was there yesterday and um, I got some spaghetti squash nice. um, and I got some um, delicata squash. Oh. 
right? I yes. love that. That's like so delicious. Love those. So, um, yeah, and the, and the apples and the pears, it's just, yeah. like, I don't even know yet because there's so many right varieties, especially ap- apples, which I love. Yeah. Like, I don't know what I'm obsessed with yet. <laughs> it's too early to tell. In the um, season. Yeah, last year it was the Snapdragons, mm. like Red Jacket Farms. They're like mm-hmm. a big apple farm upstate. Um, yeah, they're they always, Yeah, they like tinker and do stuff. They're really cool. And they, they have like, they do apple pies, little yeah. tiny ones too, like little, you know. Personal ones. Apple pie for two. Yeah. Yeah, personal pie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you're in that mood, right? <laughs> <laughs> of not sharing. <laughs> oh my God. But um, I think beyond just the produce which is always you know incredible this time of year and there's you know as the weather gets colder right you want to like roast things Mm -hmm. you know you want the oven on more some kind of stewy stuff right a little bit of slow cooking yeah do you have one of those um crock pots or whatever no i want to get one slow cooker i I don't know i'm always like "Mm, do i want it do i not why You know, I can just put it on the stove, but I guess the great part of that is you can just, you don't have to worry about it, right? Like stir yeah. and have the gas on. So it's Literally. Kind of like, you can like, like pop out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Back. So I guess yeah, that, yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah. Like the rice cooker, right? You just turn it on, the rice is done. You're like, yes, mm-hmm. there's no maintenance. Yeah, there's no stirring involved or checking or right. anything like that. Mm-hmm. And then there's like the Instapot, which is another like sort of in the same category um, that I think it just, I'm, don't quote me. Don't quote me on okay. this. <laughs> um, I think it's like cutting it like the crock pot time in half the time. I think that's oh. it. Because when I think of Insta, I think of instant. So like right, right, right. crock pot is like something that takes longer as right. opposed to Instapot where it's like probably shorter. But okay. Well, that makes sense. It does make sense, but you know, <laughs> you should probably check that out. Yeah, I would, I don't know. Yeah, I would check that out. I don't know. Yeah. I'm open to like a little of that. I guess the only thing I like about when you have on the stove cooking, you're you're like in there seasoning, tasting, you know, mm-hmm. you need a little more interactive. I feel like the crock pot, you're just kind of like, all right, let's see what happens. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So um, I guess I like to be, you know, involved. Interactive. You want to, <laughs> yeah. yeah. In, in my cooking. Exactly. Got to have some hands in there. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I was going to say is, um, yeah, this time of year too, you know, there's also like, oysters right mm. which i know you love too and i That's love obsessed. you know but here on the east Coast, i mean i love the west coast oysters but for me i like to eat west coast oysters if i'm on the west coast yeah yeah because they have to like travel all the way across country and you know yeah. they're, they're a little bit jet lagged by the time they get here <laughs> <laughs> you know they're not at their peak yeah so we have some great oysters right here in maine Wellfleet's, mm-hmm. Hemiquid, one of my favorites, actually. Um, I don't know. Do you know Valone oysters? I don't. It's a French variety. They're they're very um, thin. Okay. Thin, but they're large. They're kind of. Like, I was just about to ask, like, yeah, how big do they get? Yeah, they get really big, so they're very meaty, briny, mm. salty. It's not for like the novice oyster eater. If you're an oyster eater, it's just 
it just has a delicious flavor, but it's a big, you know, it's like a tongue. <laughs> <laughs> it's huge. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. Yeah. But no, they're really, really delicious. They're like one of my favorites. Um, you said they're briny and salty and like. Yeah, a met- little metallic. They have like all Ooh. this. But seriously, you know, meaty. So you get that, you know, if you love an oyster, you're getting that delicious like oyster meat flavor, you know. Nice. I guess they'd be good if you wanted to like roast them too. I, I've yeah. Never done that. I usually, yeah. I like roasted too, but I love them when they're all like briny and you just know, right just out of like the... the liquor of the oyster yeah uh, remember we went to this one place and it, you know it's all about how you shuck an oyster right oh if my you, like, gosh if you like kill the oyster and like stab it like violently. yeah yeah <laughs> where were we? I, we was that long i think it was long island somewhere right yeah 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 right because yeah. we were like excited to have like oysters yeah and from the island got, like yeah. this, like oyster massacre on like a platter we were just I, like I felt kidding? like the cook was just like, oh, another oyster order. Yeah. And he just like kind of like. With, not done with love. Yeah. No love involved. It's like all of these I, I know opening an oyster, I'm always like, yes. And then slide the, you know. Yeah. The bottom off. and mm-hmm. You know. Because then you get like a lot of shell. It just becomes like a disaster. Yeah. It's bad. You're so, like biting on like. Yeah. So shell. always, if you're going to go out for oysters, make sure it's like a good oyster place. I guess. Yeah. We thought we were out, but we were not. We were not. So how do you like to eat your oysters? What do you put on them? Um, mignonette. Okay. Absolutely. Mignonette. Mignonette. Let's tell our listeners. What oh, mignonette. Isn't it? I mean, co- correct me if I'm wrong. Um, it's like a vinegar-based, kind of like a chimichurri kind of, with like herbs and like shallot and like. Not really herbs. You put, um, yeah, it's minced shallots. Um, usually put uh, like a. Malt a vinegar. vinegar like a champagne vinegar, something a little bit lighter, not so, um, you know, a cider vinegar works. You know, when you get into Mm. the heavier vinegars, it's a little bit too much. Yeah, black pepper, a little bit of white wine, Mm. you know, which we love. Yes. And uh, (laughs) that's pretty much it, you know, that's all that goes Yeah, you don't really put any herbs or anything. I mean, I guess you could if you wanted to, but, uh, you know, a classic mignonette, it's just that, those simple ingredients. I mean, sometimes I'll just eat an oyster without anything on it. And I think that's most, if I'm like shucking my own, I'm like, I'll just. You just want to eat it right there. Oyster, um, or a little bit of lemon or, but, and I love a mignon. Yeah. To me, cocktail sauce is too like. Oh, yeah. Too much. Competes with the delicious, you know, it's a little bit delicate because you want to, re- if you really want to taste the oyster, you don't want that much interference yeah i mean i think like what i like i like to like have the first one by itself like with not like anything in it uh-huh. and then like then i'll have like i'll put like the mignonette or like some lemon juice to your point mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. a couple um shakes of tabasco on it mm-hmm. um and yeah it's amazing it's a little spicy for you i love it though yeah i I, know that things like that are perfect because they're just kind of like a little touch of something it's fantastic oysters delicious yeah yeah i I need to go have some i haven't even had any this season but besides that other fish okay um that are coming into season right now um and you can go on to monterey bay seafood watch Mm -hmm. 
a great list because it's also it's about a what's in season and b you know what's sustainable yeah what's sustainable exactly and some of the fish are right out, out right now one of your favorites too i know is swordfish yay yeah <laughs> <laughs> delicious base scallops like local you know we can get them right here also um halibut comes in season but that's a pacific fish but i don't know i love halibut i think Me it's too. a beautiful it's a white fish it's sweet it's meaty it's versatile you can't really grill it because it's, a it's little very delicate right with it. Yeah. yeah but like roasting it or sauteing um such a like beautiful sear. beautiful delicious fish one of my favorites yeah. Yeah. And again, you know, I love, you know, lemon, like simple preparations. It's really doesn't need a lot. Or even like I was doing a oreganata, like instead, you know, instead of a clam oreganata. Yeah. Do that with fish, you know, just like some breadcrumbs, oregano, garlic, olive oil, you know, bake it. The, the food itself just speaks for itself. Exactly. It has, it's fresh, you know, it has the flavor mm -hmm. and, you know. The less you do, the more delicious that really good. Like, yeah, what else, you know, you don't need much because if you're eating in the season, whatever you're eating is. And yeah, I, I love and I live by these principles. <laughs> agreed, agreed. I think, you know, it's funny when, you know, um, younger as a cook, you know, you, you're you like trying to build and do all this stuff. And all of a sudden you realize like, oh, you know, I can be a lot simpler and, you know. It'll come out maybe itself, better. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I mean, there's times, you know, I know I make some like stronger, powerful sauces, but they're, you, you also have to have restraint even with that, how much mm. sauce you're going to put on something. It's mm. nice to have like a flavor pop and it goes with the dish, but you have to be careful. Yeah. So looking forward to the mm. season, right? Yeah, I am. I really am. Anything um, in particular you're like, mm, like, well, I wouldn't say in particular. I mean, everything as like as I said, like I love everything about the season. Like, even like aside from food in general, just like the leaves changing, the crisp air. Like, it's just yeah, I, I love it. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I just it's yeah. a little like respite after a hot summer, right? Yeah, like, and I get like sweater. Exactly, right? the sweaters come out, the hoodies, like the light jacket like mm -hmm. i'm getting my jacket from dry cleaning tomorrow like i'm just oh, nice yeah i'm ready i'm ready um, yeah i haven't done that yet you're good i'm like still you know <laughs> going where is my stuff <laughs> <laughs> you have to go get it <laughs> i mean i know where it is it's in storage but where you just is have it? to go get it <laughs> you just have to go get it exactly it's not just gonna appear here no all right, so we're, we're going to have a special guest this week. We are. Uh, chef Bud Cohen. The famous Chef Bud Cohen. Yes, he's um, a, a true advocate for uh, farm-to-table cooking. Um, you know, he wrote a cookbook, he which we'll, we'll talk about when we uh, interview him. So, yeah, we're looking forward to that. So yeah. stay tuned. <laughs> Welcome back. Our special guest for this episode of Food and Seasonal Eating is Chef Bud Cohen. He's a colleague, teacher of culinary medicine, and author of Farm to Table for Schools, a great guide for chefs, faculty, and also for parents and students who'd like to see more local foods in their schools. The book is available through Amazon Books and also on his website, chefbudcohen.com. 
we actually had the opportunity to join Chef Bud a few years ago. Lindsay, you remember that farm tour? Yes. Through Lancaster Farm Fresh Cooperative. Their main facility was amazing. The giant cooling room, washing facilities, I was blown away by their commitment to the farmers and selling supermarket quality produce that in a better way than just, you know, because it's actually fresh farm local foods. Bud, welcome. Welcome. Thanks so much for joining us. How are you? My pleasure. So yeah, we're, we just were talking a little bit about the Lancaster uh, Farm Fresh Cooperative um, and what a what an amazing facility. Yeah, I was, right, Lindsay? I was like, yeah. like the whole, how they like wash, cool the produce, wash it. And that's what I was just, when I was introducing you, I said it's like supermarket quality. And I didn't mean that in like, you know, it doesn't last as long in the fridge basically, right? Yeah. Right. So doesn't that cooling process kind of help you know, the produce to stay a little fresher longer. I mean, that's what I, my takeaway was. Yes. Yes. They had that, that super cooler chiller where they could chill like pallets of food all at, all at once and very quickly. And I think the fact that it's all organically grown or 99% of it also helps. They take a lot of pride in what they do. Um, and, and I have found that Lancaster farm fresh produce lasts a lot longer than than other produce you know does also it comes to us and you can just see that the cut like on the like say stem of the broccoli uh-huh. which was made like one day ago or whatever like right. you know that's that's the quality and freshness of it that you don't get when it's shipped from california right exactly that's amazing yeah. yeah so um yeah we just wanted to ask you a couple of questions and feel free to, you know, embellish as much as you like. Um, <laughs> okay. So first that farm to table uh, for schools book, how old is, how long has that book been published? For, you know, um, about, about five years now. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's great. Um, lots of great information. How did you become, you know, so passionate and interested in the whole movement? I would say that it came from my grandfather. Um, he had a farm when I was young and used to take me out on farm tours. Of course, back then I didn't absorb what I should have. Right. I, you know, <laughs> I, I look back at it now and say, Damn, you know, I should have paid attention, but I, I did, but it got ingrained in me. Right. Uh, so then as I got older, I really appreciated, you know, kind of what it took to, uh, to do that, you know, to do farming. Right. The whole, all the work that that's involved, right? Yes. So, you know, why is this initiative, you know, important to you too? I mean, like as far as, and maybe describe a little bit how, you know, the impact has been, you know, this summer, this year, because of, you know, where we are in the world. <laughs> right. I, I think that, I think the impact actually has been fairly positive for some local farm stands because people, you know, were, were quarantined for so long that, that once, you know, July came around, or June even, uh, you know, in, in Pennsylvania, July is more when the food is really in season. Um, people came out in droves. And uh, I know that Barry Davis, the farm stand that I'm most familiar with in Collegeville, um, he reported to me all the time that he was so busy. And every time I went there, there were 20 cars there at least, which was very impressive. Very impressive. Wow, fantastic. Well, here, you know, living in New York City, we have a lot of great uh, farmers markets, as you know, um, Union Square being the largest one. And yeah, it's, it's always an, a huge crowd there. I mean, I wait on lines, I go early in the morning on Saturdays, you know, 830. And there's lines, what are some tips on seasonal shopping at them? Say the local supermarket versus the farmers market, like what's say if you don't have a farmers market, but you want to 
Well, well, now a lot of the big uh, grocery store chains are featuring, you know, local farms, uh, Acme or Wegmans or whoever. You'll go in and, and uh, there will be like a little organic produce section and there will be, uh, you know, your standard produce section. And then at least around my house, pretty much every one of the grocery store chains has a local section. And uh, Wegmans takes it as far as pictures to the farmers and exact descriptions other other places like Acme, maybe just say Jersey Fresh or right. you know or Pennsylvania Fresh. I still feel like like it's important to to buy directly from the farmers though, because those operations are still buying through a warehouse and through a distributor. Right. Whereas the, and the farmers not getting the hmm. you know the amount of money that they would as if you stopped you know at a local farm stand, which of course in Manhattan is. You know, you, there's not a whole lot of farms to stop at in Manhattan, but well, I, I, you know, in other parts of the country, there sure are. Yeah, but we have farmers who come from New Jersey, upstate, you know, those are the farmers that come in. And one of the things, too, like um, at our local supermarket, you know, they grow like lettuces on rooftops and stuff. And they actually have a brand that they sell at uh, it's Brooklyn Fair, it's called. And oh, it's like, beautiful. yeah, and it's these like rooftop lettuces <laughs> like you know and they're really good too because that's you know, local yeah you know in new york we have to go up right we can't grow right we can't <laughs> go out further than we are on this island no. so um yeah. so yeah. so we're in full fall mode right now do you have some favorite go-to fruits veggies and menu items that you like to feature this time well, of year like what's well your, it's funny because i was just at a farm stand yesterday um, near Allentown, actually, uh-huh. I had to, uh, I had to take my mom, uh, I was up in, in Reading yesterday. I had some business I had to attend to, but I had a, an hour or so of break in between. I was pretty amazed, you know, there were the pumpkins and the gourds and stuff, but apples, I mean, I stood there and looked at the apples for like 10 minutes. There must've been 10 different kinds of apples. I know, right? Most, wow. <laughs> most of which we knew. Uh-huh. And I know that, that there are, you know, like thousands of varieties of apples out there, right. including some really nice, like new ones that they just invented. Like the Cosmic Crisp is, a, is one of the new hot ones. That What's fun. that? Yeah, what is it? Yeah. Did you, did you try it or, see, or you just saw it? I, I saw it last year, actually, at the end okay. of last year. I haven't seen it yet this year. But I was looking at like Cortland apples and, uh, you know, of course, the Red Delicious and the Golden Delicious and the Fuji's and the you know, there's just such a variety now that you can choose from, depending on what your taste is. So I bought some apples. I bought some eggs. I also, um, cruciferous vegetables are in now, like broccoli and cauliflower and, mm. and uh, mm. kale and stuff like that is, is, is a nice uh, Brussels sprouts. Um, they, actually, they actually get a little bit sweeter once they have the first frost. And that's when a lot of people pick their cabbage and their and their Brussels sprouts. Oh, I didn't um, know that. Yeah, so that stuff is in. But also, I still bought tomatoes. They weren't quite as good as they were peak season. But uh, and um, what else did I get there yesterday? Pears. Pear, any any of the orchard fruits are in season right now, or, mm-hmm. or the, the the pears and the apples are. Yeah, and there's quite a variety of pears too. I mean, I always like the brown skin. What is that one? Is that called Bosch? Bar- Bartlett or Boss? Boss. 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 Right. right. Yeah, so the Bartlett's the bar, yeah, the Bartlett's come in red and green. And then the Bosque is the one that has a little a little roughness on the outside and it's brown. Uh, yeah, I love but that one for some reason. I don't know. There's also <laughs> ones like called Magnus, 
which is a wonderful mm. pear if you ever get a chance to have it. Really, um, okay. really, really juicy, green and sweet. And then I've seen I've seen sickle pears quite a bit, mm. which are the tiny little ones. They're right. like one bite or whatever. Right, one bite pear. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think that, that Not around satisfying. here, like, well, the sickle pear was was easy to grow. And, and people still have them in their yards or whatever. It's not a commercial type pear. Oh, is it like so a smaller tree? So the people are still growing them. A small tree and a small fruit. Right. And then the fruit mm -hmm. matures quicker also, so you don't have to worry as much about hail or bugs. Or We had a tremendously bad season for peaches this year. And part of it was because of the hailstorms that we got down here. And then oh. also there was a big freeze at Mother's Day. So uh. the, peaches, the peaches nectarines were very bad this year. But it looks like the apples and uh, and pear crop is looking real good. Yeah, they're hardier. Yeah, the Jersey peaches I got were like delicious, and they actually still had them last week. And they they even still had nectarines, so I bought some, and I'm like, yeah, that season's passed. It's on its way out. Yeah. <laughs> it I'm, is. I'm putting them in my smoothie yeah. instead. Womp, yeah. Oh, womp, womp. Are they still cherries? <laughs> Pennsylvania, it was a very very bad year for peaches. I mean, we only had them for a real short period of time. And nectarines were extremely hard to come by, Pennsylvania nectarines, uh, which usually does quite well. They made up with tomatoes. It was a great tomato season. It was hot and dry for a while there in July. Uh -huh. Oh, Peter knows all about the tomato season, but <laughs> You know what I was buying this year? There was these Japanese trifle tomatoes. They're, like, brown. Okay. And uh, it's this one farm, Muddy Farms. That's where I get my eggs, too, because their eggs are, like, super orange. You know, they only feed them their lettuces, and they're just uh -huh. delicious. But, um, yeah, these tomatoes, they're, they're like, medium-sized, um, and they just have an amazing, like, that tomato fruit flavor. Yeah, I have some I'm looking at them right now. I'm going to bring them to Lindsay's tomorrow. Yum. The last of the caprese salads for the summer. Oh, boy. I still have some basil going, too. I, I had a lot of luck with herbs this year. Really? I, I grew my... I, took, I grew so much purple basil, I didn't know what to do with it. I had globe basil, purple basil, <gasps> huge plant of nice. tarragon. Amazing. I had, I had like a field of parsley that I, I wow. used all the time. I have mint. I have so much mint, it's ridiculous. Yeah, mint, mint grows crazy. like crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. weed. Yeah, it just grows. Yeah, it is. So I have it in this one bed around my trash cans where it's enclosed by my trash can enclosure okay. on one side and, and a sidewalk on the other side. So it makes the garbage smell a little better anyway. Also. Oh, nice. But, <laughs> yeah, but, it, but it's contained. Also good in your mojito. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I made some mojitos this summer. That was fun. Nice. But also like lemon, lemon verbena. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. Yes. Um, that was one of my favorite go-tos this summer also. How do, uh, do you put that in? How do you use lemon well, verbena? Uh, the one thing I did with it was I, 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 drew, I dried a whole bunch of it with my mint, and uh -huh. then I powdered it, and I have it uh, to use for mint, for mint tea. But What's the verbena is really verbena? good, like in chicken and stuff or fish. Uh, it's super strong. What's lemon verbena? It's an herb. Yeah, it's just it's a very lemony. I think it's isn't it like grassy looking? It's more. It looks more like mint, kind of. Oh, it's it got a long straight leaf. Yeah, and it is so strong. I mean, it's probably the strongest herb that I know of. Like as far as the oils go. Mm -hmm. I mean, you you rub a little bit of that, and you get that lemon that lemon flavor like tremendously. Um, so that's that's that was a lot of fun to play with that this summer. But I also had uh, I have oregano going. I have nasturtiums, so we were eat, eating some of those. I love we those. Have, uh, very peppery. Uh, they they grow very very nicely. You must have but, some uh, yeah. shade. You must have some serious shade in your garden because all those herbs you're talking about 
don't require a lot of sun because they don't they get like right. burned because i know my cousin she was growing cilantro and i'm like i think you have too much light there and then a couple of weeks later i go back and it's all like a, it's all wilted <laughs> yeah, the, the thing with the cilantro also is it, it doesn't pick well you know how like basil you're supposed to cut it and it becomes right. into a book and right a cilantro i killed my cilantro this year because I, oh. I cut it and it just died away so yeah it's a tough, I, that's a tough one it is a, it is a tough one i just need to plant more of it because i really like it <laughs> right so we recommend getting it from at your farmer's market or a local store yeah go ahead. there's still a lot of really great winter squashes that are out now too <clears throat> um, yes the tatas and the acorn squashes and all the uh i mean obviously there's a ton of them even even the pumpkins yeah you know the hubbard yeah. and stuff like that um yeah i got some uh, spaghetti squash this past weekend and i cooked it up i just like it simple like sauteed you know it's like it's i, I just love it as is or, or sometimes i'll put a little tomato sauce and <laughs> oh really and your spaghetti yeah. squash yeah nice imagine squash. how creative yeah brown, brown butter and uh and sage and and, and sage oh yeah like. yeah yeah i actually have some sage out in the uh you know we have a courtyard so we have an herb garden we have these like flower boxes it's our city, uh -huh. city garden so we yeah we get to go out and clip herbs you know a bunch of us are all out there clipping our herbs <laughs> Nice. Yes, nice. Fine. I love it. Chef Bud, you know what? Thank you for your time. My nice. pleasure. Live from New York. <laughs> Actually, they ha I didn't watch they it. Did you no, watch no, it? no, I didn't. Yeah, I saw yeah. some clips because I was watching it. Um, yeah, I saw a clip yeah. of the Biden part. That was Yeah, cool. Jim Carrey. Yeah. I heard Jim Carrey was hilarious. Yeah, he was great. The sunglasses yeah. on, you know. Yeah. And, you know, Alec Baldwin is always hilarious. Too. Oh, my gosh. He's a riot. I can't. <laughs> Love it. So that was a good chat. Yeah. Bud yeah. goes on, man. Whew. Yeah. He's very passionate about He his, is. Very his passionate. Table and his, I was his trying table. to steer the conversation a little bit, but. No, you can't. <laughs> I love it though. I yeah. love like his his drive and his passion yeah. for what he's doing. It's amazing. Yeah, that's what I said. Like when we did that tour with him, that was that was amazing. I it was. Remember, it was we brought back like boxes of tomatoes. Yeah, because it was the summer. Yeah. yeah, it was a whole bunch of heirloom tomatoes. I still have the picture. It was oh, like yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. it was so nice. And we'll put Bud's Cohen's um, information up on the, on the uh, Instagram too, okay. Twitter. Yeah. His book, tweet, Insta, Insta, <laughs> all that good stuff. Yeah. So anyway, f food and fire. Let's talk. Yes. What's your okay. obsession this week? What so, are you with? um, surprise, surprise. It's okay. not so surprising. My obsession this week is butternut squash. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> so as we're getting more and more into the fall, I've been looking up more and more recipes about uh -huh. butternut squash and there's so many different things you can do. I mean, more recently, more people have like put it into mac and cheese and like put oh, it yeah. in sauces and like, so like I'm going to start toying around. I've already started toying around. I have like three of them in my oh cool in my house already but um yeah, yeah. like you said in the sauces and mac and cheese because you can like reduce the cheese yes. right and make yes. it more like the plant or the vegetable like um you know chef bud was talking about too so i'm excited about that I'm yeah. Like, yeah so like yeah that's my it's my food and fire this <laughs> well my fire has been and this is something you know ongoing is uh green olives okay <laughs> i know 
No, it's, I love green olives because you know what? I love all the varieties, the Serignolas, the, um, the Spa- all the Spanish varieties, oh, yeah. you know, and I, I love, um, you know, I'll pit them, of course, if I'm going to cook mm-hmm. with them because, you know, you crack your teeth. Wow. But, um, yeah, like <laughs> with fish and chicken, like the green olives, I, I do this chi- uh, chicken chickpea stew and I put uh, green olives in it. And it's just so good. It's like, I don't know. To me, it's, it's, it's like an umami flavor, right? Because mm-hmm. obviously they're salty, they're yeah. meaty. Um, yeah, they just add like a right amount of twist to um, dishes and salads too. I mean, I love them in a salad. You yeah. Know? I mean. Yeah. I put some in some couscous the other night. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I cut up some olives and I just. Right, doesn't it just add that note? Yeah, it does. Right? Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah, I like sauteed it in garlic and like a little oil and mm-hmm. like just threw it in the couscous and like folded it in. Oh my God, it was Yeah, that like I had when I was in Italy too on the fish. It was like green olive, garlic, lemon, and like olive oil butter, you know. What else do you fish. need? Oh my so, gosh. <laughs> hello. Oh, and a little drop of white wine, right? Of course. Of course. Hello. <laughs> how could we forget? You know, how can I forget the wine? Yeah. But you know, I never used to like olives. I told you the story. I didn't like olives until I started drinking dirty martinis. And then I was like, oh, olives are great. <laughs> That's one way to start liking olives. Yeah. What? Uh, what? <laughs> I've never been eating olives. <laughs> yes. it's a See, it's a cocktail and like an hors d'oeuvre at the exactly. same time. <laughs> What could be better? <laughs> you get a little anyway. snack. Oh my god! Well, with episode two. Thanks everybody for listening. Go to you know any platform you can listen to us and rate us. We appreciate Please. it. Thank um, you. Yeah, and we look forward to uh, talking with you real soon. Yes. Thank you guys for Happy listening. Happy cooking. Bye. <laughs>